We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy to welcome you back to the Hurricane Hotline with University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega, Canes and Iowa State on Friday from the United Center in Chicago. Uh, before we jump into that one, I did want to ask you this. Uh, you had a good weekend on television. There was a lot of, a lot of television time for Coach L. Um, you got two, two sons, John and Jay. You got grandchildren. What did they think when they saw their father and their grandfather dominating the uh, national airwaves this weekend? That would be fun for your family, right? Oh, it sure was. So my two grandsons in Washington, D.C., uh, John Temple and Henry are 13 and 11. And so they watch every game and, and they go to school the next day. And uh, a lot of the kids in, at that area, they're fans of like Virginia or Duke or Carolina. So there's a lot of trash talking that goes on. <laughs> so we called the boys yesterday to see if what, what had happened and, and were they able to, you know, walk into school and with a smile on their face because Miami won. And, of course, they're huge Miami fans. And I, my wife asked, asked uh, John Temple, um, well, what was it like in school? And they, did they talk about the game? And he said, uh, yeah, a little bit about the game, but they're really talking a, 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 about – Coach L's dance moves. <laughs> they, they, they liked his dancing. <laughs> that is pretty funny. But I think that that's the whole point, Joe. Uh, there's a lot of celebration. Uh, the, you know, they call it the big dance for a reason because everybody after the game is in such good spirits in the locker room. Our guys were dancing up a storm and showering everybody with water. Uh, it, it's it's just one of the most unique and positive uh, memories a player will have for the rest of his life. They, he, he will share these these moments with his family for a long time to come. Uh, there are great scenes of you and uh, Charlie Moore, um, and Charlie played great all weekend long. The USC game. He had 16 points, uh, 16 points and five assists and four steals. And then one of the most fascinating uh, stat lines you'll ever see in a basketball game, I think, for, for a guy his size, 15 points, eight assists, and nine rebounds. Yeah, Charlie was everywhere. And, and, and Joe, I've said this right from the very beginning. He's like our Chris Paul. One of the things about Chris Paul when he, when he was at Wake Forest – he was just a tremendous quarterback, a real leader. 
And, you know, like the Pied Piper, everybody followed him. And that's what Charlie Moore has done this season. You know, we've been really rewarded with a tremendous personality, a, a, a great young man who plays his heart out, gives his best every night. And he's being rewarded by uh, leading our team to Chicago, his hometown. So he'll, he'll have a lot of friends and family being able to watch him up close and personal on Friday night. And your guys, uh, Coach, and I watched them closely this weekend, uh, the way they handled all their media responsibilities. And whether it was Cam McGusty or Charlie or uh, Jordan Miller, Sam Wardenberg, th- those guys were fabulous speakers. I think they really engaged with the national media. But then uh, not only did the, were their stories written, they, they gave people something to write about uh, with the way they played. Each guy did something different for you, whether it's Cam making a big jump shot with one minute to go against USC and then finish with 20 against Auburn or the way Sam uh, uh, protected the rim against Auburn. And, of course, Jordan was everywhere in both games. Yeah, I, I, you just got to give the guys credit, including the guys off the bench. Yeah. Wilga Poplar yeah. came in and made one or two spectacular plays against Auburn. The one I, I just had a laugh at, I was watching the video of it. He he got a steal and went coast to coast, and I know he was looking to slam dunk. But he lost his footing, was falling out of bounds, and instead of it being a turnover, he made a beautiful pass to Cam Augusti for a layup. And the cameras uh, uh, span the the uh, baseline, the the sideline for our, our bench, and when they scanned it, they they saw all the players laughing and clapping and cheering for for Wooga. So uh, he's doing a great job. Bensley Joseph, um, Anthony Walker helped us. He scored four points, and then you got to give a lot of credit to Rodney Miller and Dang Gack who are seniors, 50 or 60-year seniors, who aren't getting the playing time maybe that they had hoped for or wanted, but are cheering and being in great spirits and really helping us. Yeah, everybody's doing their role, and we'll get to Iowa State here. Uh, and you mentioned Bensley. So he played 15 minutes uh, in the USC game because it was required, and not as much against Auburn because of the way the game was dictated, but uh, he made two big free throws against USC. So he finds a way to contribute. And, and you mentioned uh, Anthony with his uh, with, the, with the way he played and also Wilga. I find it interesting. Guys, when you have a winning team, guys take advantage of whatever's given to them. Well, I think Bensley's two free throws were critical. Yeah. Uh, no question about that. Because, you know, we, we won by two. So you, you have to realize that every possession is important. And and guys can contribute in different ways, you know. Uh, a guy like Anthony Walker, he's he's really uh, like a four man, but we're playing him a lot when Sam Wardenberg rests, so he plays the five, uh, and he's got to be able to uh, change his his role and his responsibilities, whether he subs for Sam or he subs for Jordan Miller. Oh, each guy has to know. Uh, his role and be able to execute it uh, depending on what he's being asked to do at that moment. Well, now the attention is on Iowa State, the team that went 22-12. and 12. They were under 500 in their conference, 7-11. and 11. Last year, they didn't win a conference game, uh, but this year they are in, in the Sweet 16, 
And uh, they seem to do it with defense, Coach. Uh, offense seems to be a bit of a struggle for them, but they, they uh, seem to be their calling card must be on defense. Well, they're ranked fourth in the nation in Ken Palm in, in defensive efficiency. They're a great half-court defensive team, similar to the Virginias and the Clemsons of our league. They really pack it in. Uh, they, they make it very difficult for you to get to the basket. They force some turnovers. Uh, they're probably the most physical team will play all year. Uh, and and uh, their, their coach, TJ, uh, is a young, I say young, he's 44 years old, but uh, he's, he's new to Iowa State. This is only his second season. And he brought in a number of transfers that have stepped in and helped him. And he added a, a freshman point guard, Tyrese Hunter, who we recruited very heavily. We liked him. We, we were recruiting him very hard. And he ended up, uh, you know, choosing Iowa State. So uh, they've got a very fine team, a great coach, and a very unique style of playing defense. Joe, the difference between uh, like Clemson and Virginia as compared, compared to an Iowa State is Iowa State likes to force you sideline. They like to push the ball away from the middle of the floor. So one of the things we've done all year is kept the ball in the middle of the floor a lot. So it'll it'll be a chess match to see who can our offense versus their defense as to who can can control the middle of the floor. Okay, and one of their transfers uh, is Brockington, Isaiah Brockington. Uh, I believe he's from Penn State, a really good defensive player, and their leading scorer. He's averaging about about uh, seventeen points a game. He's from Philadelphia, and we've had a lot of guys from that Philadelphia area, and they're, they're all very skillful offensive players. In, in his case, he's left-handed. He can shoot the three. He puts the ball on the ground. Uh, now, one of the things that Iowa State does differently than anybody we've played, they run a motion offense where all five guys are moving a ton, and they utilize the shot clock. They're not going to shoot the ball uh, very often in the first five seconds unless they get a little fast break layup. Normally, it's they shoot the ball in the last five seconds where they pass it, pass it. Okay, I'm going to pass it again. Maybe 10 or 12 passes later, they'll get the ball to Brockington and he'll go one-on-one. So uh, they're a unique style, and our guys need to prepare for it. And we'll, we'll really do that uh, leading up to the game and hopefully – uh, that preparation will, will uh, allow us to execute very well during the game. Uh, this is a team, I, uh, uh, a school program uh, that you played a couple of years ago in Orlando. I know the, the styles and the coaching and all that is different, but uh, I do know one thing they're going to bring with them, and I think your, your guys will embrace this. Now, there will be a lot of Miami fans there, but Iowa State, they're going to travel really well. Well, you saw the way Auburn traveled. Yeah. We were in Greenville. South Carolina, and you would have you would have thought uh, it was a home game for Auburn with those fans going wild. You know, even the introductions were crazy, and at timeouts, the players couldn't hardly hear me speak. What made that that uh, livable is our guys were playing so well, and we were always out in front. We led from start to finish, so the Auburn fans never really got going against us, and. I'm sure the Iowa State fans are going to cheer wildly for their their team. 
I don't know if you've uh, paid attention to this or not. I, I know all your focus is on Iowa State, on Iowa State. Uh, but the other team in the bracket in Chicago is your alma mater. Oh, yeah, Providence College. I'm getting text messages from my classmates. <laughs> and and uh, one of them texts me, hey, are you going to go to Chicago? I, and I text back, yeah, I think I have to. <laughs> um, three ACC teams are in the uh, Sweet 16. Um, maybe a little bit of a statement by the ACC. Well, no question, Joe. I, I, the ACC was so disrespected. Uh, this year by the, the media. And I, I said all along, hey, yeah, the ACC got off to a little slow start in non-conference. But by the end of the season, when everybody's got all the pieces in place, we're going to be a league that's going to be heard from. Uh, only two leagues, the Big 12 and the ACC, each have three teams of the 16. And we uh, we play. We play Iowa State. And uh, – they're from the Big 12, so it's a, a great matchup. Um, but we also have two teams in the, the NIT, Virginia and Wake Forest. So I'm um, cheering for those guys, too. So that's five of our 15 teams uh, in postseason and advancing. One of the things about the ACC, we've grown so much. We have 15 schools, Joe. Yeah. So that's a, that's a large basketball league. And uh, – you know, we don't play everybody twice. It's not a complete round robin. Only play like four or five teams twice. So uh, what we what we really need, in my opinion, is to expand the NCAA tournament because there's so many very qualified teams that don't get invited because we only have 68 teams. And you got to realize this. 32 of them, they're, they're, uh, won their championship. They won their conference tournament and are what are called automatic qualifiers. You're automatically in if you win your conference tournament. The others are called at-large, where you get an invitation. There's only 36 of those. That's not a lot in, when there's 358 Division I programs. Less than 20% uh, get invited to the dance, whether at an at-large or, or, or um conference champion an automatic qualifier so uh my my suggestion is we need a whole nother round we we need 32 uh teams uh in addition to the 64 uh which would give us 96 and my suggestion would be you you give the the automatic qualifiers a buy and let the at-large teams battle for the right to play the conference champions. Right. And in that, that case, you know, uh, you, you add, it's not quite 32, it's really 28 that you're adding. And that's only one more round. And instead of playing like a first four, uh, you, you'd have, you know, a full round of games on Tuesday and Wednesday. I understand that, sure. And uh, the experience is, is so special. I know you got to zero in on Iowa State. And uh, uh, so two quick uh, more items for you. One, you have to be proud. I know this is always great when a, when a coach sees his former coaches advancing through the ranks. And Eric Conkle looks like he's going to move on from Louisiana Tech to Tulsa. So he's had some uh, uh, success uh, after being under your wing for a long time. 
Eric Conkle is one of the brilliant young coaches in college basketball. He's in his mid-40s. He's done a great job at Louisiana Tech. Uh, anybody who's followed his career knows he got his start in Tulsa. He was, he was at Tulsa for one year. Absolutely loved it. They had a great season. They went. They won the NIT championship they, in Madison Square Garden in New York. He was on Buzz Peterson's staff, and now he's back there as the head coach. So very, very happy for him, his wife, Megan, their two boys. Uh, I think they'll do a great job at Tulsa. And then uh, uh, lastly, uh, you had a great weekend uh, for of University of Miami basketball. We move on to this weekend, but – from a impact standpoint, all the national attention, all the local attention. Uh, what do you think that? Uh, what kind of impact do you think that can have on your program here going forward? Well, I think Joe that everything right now is about branding. How do how do people view you know the University of Miami men's basketball program, our university and, and community, and so. The more we expose the great qualities uh, that we have, uh, the better it helps recruiting. And when we can get really good recruits like we have on this year's team, then success follows. And the university is 100% behind the athletic department. The athletic department is behind the, the, the football, men's basketball, women's basketball, baseball, all of our non-revenue sports uh we we've got a, a, a great athletic administration led by dan radikovich our new athletic director and we're just heading in the right direction our women's basketball program uh they they made it to the round of 32 and 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 lost to a number one seed so you know they had a great year and uh you know we're going to keep it rolling they're going to keep it rolling and I know Mario Cristobal and his staff are going to really get it rolling uh, when uh, football begins in the fall. And as the weekend, uh, as the week uh, unfolds, what will be the things that you uh, emphasize to your team this week? Well, the emphasis is going to continue to be to enjoy this experience, that it doesn't happen very often, and that uh, you just got to love what March Madness is all about. And it's just the excitement. It's the greatest sporting event for a three-week period uh, that you, you can imagine. Uh, the games are great. The buzzer beaters, the last-second shots, the, the half-court heaves, the uh, shot blocking, the dunks, the highlight reels that you see. I mean, if you, you, you flip on any of the sports channels, all they do is show the highlights. And uh, it's like reliving a great experience over and over and over again. Yeah. It's all it's all right there in the arena. I loved all, every second of it, all the pageantry, the fight songs, the USC fight song, the Miami fight song, all the Auburn fans, and, and the, the whole thing. It was just, uh, it's fabulous. And we look forward to a, another weekend of making some great memories and uh, great composition and hard-fought battles. Uh, it should be another uh, fabulous week of basketball. Coach, thanks very much, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. All right, Joe. Thanks so much. All right, that's University of Miami Head Coach Jim Laranega. We'll continue on the show right after this. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.